Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. of the Penny Bloom Podcast. It is I, Colton Robertson, and today we continue the Westworld Watch. I am joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up, what up? It is a pleasure to be here, and it's a pleasure to be correct, you know? it's on the fucking money. If you were (laughs) listening to the podcast last week and you watched this episode, you went, God damn it, they fucking did it. They fucking did it. They got something right. Mm. And we got it right in a big way. Yeah. Uh, like, that's a big storyline. Uh, it was pretty sick. They, you know, they gave us the little tease, the little, like, switch, the the fast switch between the two. Oh, You know? Yeah. And, like, it wasn't, like, directly stated until, like, uh, Bernard said, you the know, first... like, your father is, this is oh. not your father. And I was like, oh! I was she like, goes, my you. father's like, dead. But, yeah. dude, the, the transition where I went, we got it. Was uh, the one where uh, he goes, I'm not going to let my daughter grow up in a world where you run the world. And uh, Boom. immediately cuts to her. And you're like, oh, my God, they she's growing up in a world ran by her. Oh, my fucking God. Bam. Oh, my fucking yeah. God. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, dude, that was so nice. I was like, because I'm like, OK, they're making it seem like it now. Are they like, is this going to be I hope it's going to be confirmed in some ways. I'm like, they're really making it seem this way. And I'm like, I'm really hoping we're right and then when, like, Bernard said, you know, like, no, not your father. And then, like, now we know all the Caleb situation mm. thing in relation to that. And it was like, it's like, for sure now. And I was just like, oh, man, it feels so good to to have just a, a theory. Because that was out of nowhere. We pulled that out. We were like, eventually. We I, happened I think, upon it. Yeah, I'm like, no, this is uh, Maeve's daughter. That's what I said at first. I'm like, no, this is Maeve's daughter. And I'm like, oh, wait, it kind of makes more sense if this is Caleb's daughter. And then we were like, oh, if that's Caleb's daughter, then that means Bernard is taking place seven years. And we went on and on and on and fucking nailed it. I mean, 23 years, though. Okay. Is it, when, it, when is Bernard? When? Is Bernard? Is Bernard? Bernard is now thirty years after season three. So seven plus the twenty. Yeah. Are, w- does it have to be happening? Do they have to find Maeve twenty three years after? You know, like is that them finding Maeve? Is that lining up with this interview that Dolores is having with Caleb? I don't think it necessarily has to. No, no. It could have been so. before. So I, yeah. I'd say it's either happening present or before i don't think it's happening after oh good point i, I guess it could happen it. after though it's been 23 fucking years 23 30 sorry i take it 30. to imply that it's happening relatively sequ- sequentially you know um fair but like that's how they make the show seem all the, the time. whole time but to, and then it fucks it up it, 
but to have twisted it, the twist there was, oh shit, we've been in kind of separate timelines, to then make the twist like, actually, you're still in separate timelines, would be another layer, but I mean, uh... I, I mean, true. I guess true, but these are different characters that have not linked up yet. Like, th- this link with Maeve is the first link that Bernard has had with anyone else. Finding dead Maeve. And Maeve has been dead for 23 years. Yeah. So, like, she could have been found. Bernard, like... We thought Bernard was in there for maybe three years. We were, like, on a good... uh, Like, being very liberal about it. Seven in there for, like, seven years, you know? Cooking up thousands of millennia. Homie was in there for 30 years. 30 years. Here, let me let me give the title director and writer, and then we can do a scene-by-scene breakdown, and we can really pick this shit apart. Uh, I know we're excited, because, yeah. wow, what a fucking episode. I was watching it with Emily, <laughs> and I was audibly reacting like a... Like whenever Bernard dug up the sign, I I, held, I pushed her. I like shoved her over and over. I was like, "Maeve's the weapon! Maeve's the weapon!" I was like, <laughs> "I was like, oh my fucking god!" Um, but uh, I it was I was just like, Westworld. I, season three, I love season three, and it's different than the first two seasons. But this made me go. I looked at her, I went, Westworld is fucking back! Like, I was like, that was the best twist they've had in a, in a couple seasons. Um. I, I, I ended the, I've, I, I am fresh off of this episode. And I'm I, like an hour removed. Yes, I am fresh. And I am still formulating my thoughts, and, um, it just, it rem- it hit the same way that previous goaded Westworld episodes have hit. The oh. the mindfuckery of like, oh my god, I've been thinking about this completely wrong the entire time, but I've been completely right about this. It's you know to be com- to be so on the money with certain things and to be so so wrong about De- De- Dolores' situation. Oh yeah so wrong um like it's i i don't know it's insane what the show can do and like what just a i do want to touch on something now because if i don't touch on it now i'm afraid i won't later i think i recall you in the first or second episode commenting that the man in black in his little black suit looks about 20 years older I think she. I think he might be. I think he might be, and that's that was Dolores going to talk to him in the present time, in the future timeline. Oh, I think you were on the money with that. Oh no! Now we got to look at our previous predictions and see if we were right. Because we've dis, you know, we've dismissed certain things because of other things that have popped up, but everything. Everything's out of the window now. It's yeah. I don't like everything's out of the window, but not at the same time. We everything's were, fair game again. But the uh, timeline is this web, and we've just got certain little strings, you know, mm. certain little little tidbits Bits of it so titties. far. But 
Let's get it. This is episode four, titled Generation Loss. That's if a tough one. That's a tough Gen, one to start with, man. Yeah, if we're Gen Z, this is generation loss, I think. Like, uh, we 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 made it past, you know, we made it. Um, I mean, we died, I'm assuming, amidst all this. Where um, would you rather be? In the older people? Or just, like, easily taken over and nothing? You know, you, you know, where would you rather be in this world? I'd rather have tried to fight the revolution, I guess. I mean, at least I had a shot, you know? Damn. Uh, we'll, we'll get there. This is directed True. by Paul Cameron, written by Kevin Lau and Susan Rubel, and holy fucking shit, was it a goodie. We got uh, Caleb struggling against the parasite at the beginning of this episode, invading his brains, and we have uh, flashbacks to the events of the lighthouse. Here's a, here's a prediction I know I got right. Mm. As I said last week, the Rehoboam collapsing was the flashback yes, to, nice. to Caleb and May. Yes, yes. Um, so we were we were on the money there as well. Um, and we got some allusion to that early, earlier in the season via flashbacks from Maeve. And uh, they prepared to destroy the last of Rehoboam. So, again, we realized Rehoboam wasn't one giant supercomputer. It was a network of several supercomputers. Fuck. Um, which is which is a problem, you know, like the fact that the end of season three wasn't necessarily the end of the war. It was just kind of kind of the tipping point. It was like the point where it was like, OK, we are probably going to win. We have to finish this thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, and this is kind of Dang. them finishing it. And they. Uh, they go ahead and break in, destroy that shit, get tossed and. Uh, but. On their way out, Caleb gets a gets a good old wound in the gut, uh, and you know we see we see Maeve and Caleb sitting there, and that conversation Caleb had with Maeve earlier mm. about whether or not they would ever know what life was like after this. I don't know, man. I'm still on the Maeve and Caleb did some shit between season three and this. Oh yeah, they've had a thing. They've got some going on. I mean, you don't I mean, say. It could, it could be like a deep admiration between comrades in arms, you know, like, it, but no, nah, man, this is loving. This is like, I like, I want you and you want me. We both know it, but neither of us are saying a thing about mm -hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the, that's the vibe I'm getting. Like, I mean. I'm jumping the gun here a little bit, but to kind of confirm it, it's like, it's how he betrays Dolores. Or, I don't really think it's Dolores. She referred to Dolores, like, she, she referred to Dolores as someone else. Hale. Like, Charlotte. Like, referred to Dolores as if it was someone else, not her. Yeah, yeah. She says something like, uh, and I thought Wyatt was the bad part of Dolores. No, that's, Maeve said that. But, but, like, the Valkyrie, like, that, Dolores, Charlotte. Oh, she That, said. she refer. she said, she was talking and referred to a Dolores as if it was not her. Oh, I, like, I'm, pr I'm that. pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, like, and I was like, like, wait a minute. I'm like, 
is she like maybe like Dolores is not I don't know like maybe she truly has like her own identity and this is just what Charlotte Hale an executive at Delos would do with the world with these Mm. given powers you know so like I don't know I mean it was weird to me like it it instantly like I I okay I'm pretty sure I'm not like making this up but like I because like it shocked me in the middle of the episode I'm like wait a minute that's like unless I don't know I really don't remember it I wish I could help you out here and go with you but I really do not recall her saying something about a separate Dolores and it uh, maybe maybe when we get there in the in the yeah. breakdown, I'll I'll be able to I'll be able hmm. to lend a little bit more to this, but I, I do not recall at the moment. But uh, nevertheless, they are uh, when when Caleb shot down, he goes, "I guess I'll never know." And she's like, "Well, you'll have to be more specific, darling." And he's like, "Well, I'll never know what life is like after this freedom." Boy, does that one hurt by the end of the episode. Eesh. Um, it may have had oh. some. May have hacked into his inside implant, the drip that he uh, we see in season three. Forgot about that thing. Yeah, yeah. Totally forgot about that thing. And um, sh- and you know what she showed him? The valley what? beyond, baby. She showed him. She showed him freedom. Like, what a cute. She like that's what Maeve holds on to. Mm-hmm. That one memory of just that little handhold. Back in the, the park, valley man. beyond, just. Or, that was, that's not even the Valley Beyond. That's in the park. Oh my god, that's her version of, like, the Valley Beyond. That's what her heaven would be. Oh my god. For some reason I thought that was just like, oh no. Well, it did yeah. look like the Valley Beyond yeah. at first, and I think the Valley Beyond is modeled after this general area. But, uh, mm. may have got to live it when she was in the park. You know, that's, like, it's kind of a... It was they written. show it in earlier seasons where it's like what mm. the man it's it's the thing that made the man in black go, oh, these things are alive. Was him seeing her with her daughter, mm. like uh, they they that's are right. Feeling, they know what's going on. They're real. Hmm. Uh, okay. True. She was experiencing some sort of freedom, but uh, the flashback is interrupted. By uh, good old Charlotte, uh, being like, ha 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 ha, fuck you, motherfucker, got your ass, and uh, you know she she goes on to explain her evil plan as a uh, as a, as all good villains do. Uh, and her, <laughs> her her plan at this time is to, uh, you know, this is the super spreader event of the century. Everybody comes in, uh, they get they get taken over by these flies, and they leave a. a uh, uh, what, what did uh, what did Caleb want to want to call them? Uh, wanted to call them something, and she was like, "Well, I prefer hosts." Host, yeah. Oh, what did I forgot what he referred yeah, to them it, as? Regardless, yeah, but... he he went with something else, and she was like, mm, "I'd like to call them hosts," and uh, just kind of a little, yeah, you know what? Fuck you, and uh, everyone who's carrier—that's what he calls them. Everyone mm. who comes to the park will become a carrier, and uh, she she prefer to call them hosts i was like oh my goodness uh, yeah that was a good uh 
That was a good scene, you know. Uh, another episode where Aaron Paul continues to deliver a mm. performance that I'm just like, oh my fucking god. Having to I, act. I, he is genuinely a better actor now than he ever was on Breaking Bad, for mm. my money. Oh, like, yeah. Like oh, yeah. watching watching him in see like I really think season four of Westworld is his best body of work he's ever put forth. Movies show anything. He's bodying it this He's season. having to act as a soldier with PTSD, someone who is being controlled by a robot in the mind with magical flies to shoot someone. You know, and like fight that. Like having right. to do that just on your own with Obviously, nothing None controlling your brain. Yeah, like that's insane. Yeah, um, he's doing he's doing a fucking killer job, and so is Tessa Thompson. You know, Tessa Thompson plays a really, really great, foreboding mastermind. Mm, mm. You know, and she she sells that really, really well here. And uh, but while while she's busy with Caleb, Maeve is discovering that William is now a host, and they they fight. But uh, ultimately, you know, Williams Williams William, and he's he's kind of a badass. He's kind of getting the upper hand, but she escapes and leads him on a chase through the lower level. Uh, and she lures him into a into the uh, Project Chrysalis control room, where she takes control of that uh, the sound machine, the harmonic amplifi amplifier, and uh, turns it all the way up, while also turning her hearing mm. capabilities all the way down. And I was like, oh, that's a smart move. She causes like a fucking sonic boom down here which is kind of fucking nuts uh i was like okay okay how did so what so she just ramped the like tone up to max mm. which like controls everybody the tone yeah right so like what is that did it just was it like the physical explosion that happened that like caused everything to happen, or was it like Maeve was like was like Dolores being kind of like it was her mind being messed up from that? I took it as the hosts. Uh, well, I think I think it didn't really matter. I think ultimately. All of this just played right into what Charlotte wanted to happen because it all she she's like, see you you thought you did good but you didn't end up doing the right shit. I've got him under my control. Same with everybody else. Shit, this was a trap the entire time. Yeah, as well. I think this is just another another little level of the trap where she's really got shit uh, calculated out. But uh, they go ahead and take take Charlotte hostage with a piece of broken glass. And I was just like, man, I don't know. I don't know. This doesn't feel like that easy to me. Uh, and and the whole episode, I'm going, that just feels too easy. There's no way they got the upper hand on her like mm. this. And there's no way she's actually reacting the way she's reacting, you know? Like, the way she would say some things at some moments where she's like, I can't believe you did it. Like, uh, you like some some shit like that. And it's like... I don't buy it. There's something weird going on. But, like, I didn't even consciously get there. It was just kind of like something nagging at me in the back of my mind. Like, there's mm. something fishy about this thing. And, uh, boy, was there. But, um. Man. 
this this episode had so many just shock moments. Like mm-hmm. now that I'm like thinking back, like trying to remember what happened this episode. And I'm just like, oh, like I'm just, I don't know. Like I, this is, this is one I, of the best episodes. You is know, one of the top episodes of Westworld. And I'm not trying to dog on Marvel television. It's just a different league. Like this HBO television, specifically Westworld, if if I, if I may. Um, but like, I don't know. It, they just have what HBO has to do is they have to make a good show in order for someone to get their subscription. People are going to get Disney Plus pretty much no matter what if they are into Star Wars or Marvel or mm. any of the you know if they have children. So like HBO has to work for it and they have to make good stuff. But like anything else, they can just pump out whatever. But like I don't know this week. This is like one of the best week to week like watches of a show I can really remember in a long time. Like, Absolutely. And let's let's take for a a very recent example what is my second favorite MCU show of uh ever now, Miss Marvel. And absolutely not to dog on Miss Marvel, it is for me one of the best mm. MCU shows, maybe the best. Uh the big the big twist in that was the most effective mm. and my favorite twist of the MCU shows. Uh and even then I don't have nearly the feeling I did watching this. You yeah. know, and it's not the revelation of the series. This is one of the revelations of the series. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like a it's not like a small moment that's like, wow, that's cool. But how much does it like matter? You know what I'm saying? This this is like, oh, this drastically changed the story and now we have four episodes. This is halfway. This is the twist at halfway through the season. Halfway. And we're already at entire world takeover. The world has been taken over. And what's crazy is as we were making those predictions throughout the weeks, we neither of us were wrong, which is nuts. You know, because they were truly showing us yeah. what happened during those during those years right before Caleb was turned. And it's not until they show us what happens here that they're like, ah, actually, let's just go ahead and skip ahead because this don't even matter now. Uh, nope. It's like, we'll, oh. dis- we'll disinfect the kids and wait. Like, that. That's that's the advantage that, like, a robot has over humanity is time. It time, doesn't man. matter to them. Like, if their plan takes 200 years... No wait. Cool. They're the substitute teacher standing at the front of the class. It only only took them 23 years to take over the world and seemingly do it easy. Did you just realize something? Is 23 years the estimate Rehoboam gave for a cataclysm? A cataclysmic event? I knew this would come back into play, dude. I, like... It's predicted. It's already predicted it. It's already predicted it. Or season three finale. It's already here. I'm going to get there. I'm going to start playing that that episode, and uh, it's 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 going to say. 
if Rehoboam said 23 years. When was it during the finale? Like in It would have been towards the end. But shit, yeah, I couldn't really even tell you, but that's just nuts. It's just a lot of crazy shit. All. uh, It's just such a well-structured show. I can't get over it. Um, but uh, I'll I'll keep going, and if you find something, mm. you find something. Mm-hmm. Let me know. But uh, they take uh they take uh, Charlotte hostage, and uh, they 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 are are set on making sure this thing doesn't spread anymore. And uh, I don't know. She, she again, Charlotte doesn't seem too worried about this shit. Um. But nevertheless, they make their way into Temperance and search for a way to get to the edge of the park for extraction. And uh, Charlotte taunts Maeve, telling her, you know, she could have lived in peace if she had gotten if she hadn't gotten so sentimental. Um, okay, Rehoboam made Rehoboam made quite the prediction. He said that there will be a mass casualty in six to ten years. From the season three timeline, so at at the end of season three, he said there would be a mass casualty event from six to ten years. After that, another mass casualty event, twelve to sixteen years. After that, population collapse, twenty three years. After that, and the end of human civilization, fifty to 125 years after that. Um, So, if Rehoboam's on the money here, Bernard better be coming in with some plan. Um, Because it says population collapse where Bernard is right now. Yeah. Um, so maybe not an on, spot on the money prediction by Rehoboam here. But uh, I'd wait, say the, has the population Bernard... has collapsed. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, the population has already collapsed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they're not... Yeah. They're not humans controlled by bugs anymore at the end. They're hosts, right? Because Caleb is getting tested for fidelity. They don't do that with the normal human bodies. They did that with the hosts. No, but I think... Oh. Because that's definitely not human, Caleb. No, yeah. He's been recreated 278 times. So... Are there, like, no humans left? Save for the ones who are in the, you know, the revolt. I mean, it makes sense why they say we don't trust a single stranger. How how could you? Until you dig into, like, the back of their head to see if they have a skull or not. Or, like, a wire in their arm. Like, how, how are you going to, how, how do you trust a single person on the planet? Like, you simply cannot. 
So I they're mean, they're like all that's left. I think so. I'm more on that train of they're if they're not all that's left, there's not much more. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah, it's like real bad out there. What was the mass casualty event in between this time? That this was posted on Reddit five days ago. Um, just kind of like a reminder of Rehoboam's prediction, saying like, "Hey, it might be a you know, going into the episode. Remember these." And they say, "Who is here in this time in this twelve to sixteen years?" Christina question mark. Um, that was one thing that I didn't think about at the end of the episode was. The world that they saw 23 years later, is that the world that Christina is in? Is that the time that Christina is, is in? Because she, the dudes already talk about the tower in Christina's, I guess the tower was already built though. I guess it was like already. Yeah. See, my thing is that the thing that is still throwing me is those three fucking dudes being like was that just a red herring was that no. just something to get us to no. go the other way it was so oblivious and they wouldn't just it was put there for it was front and center of the camera you heard them talk like very like and what's this whole thing with Teddy right now is he actually Teddy Yeah, he is, but he's he's got some sort of fucking memory wipe going on. You know, he says he was a bounty hunter with a heart of gold, but it like... It doesn't seem like he's had his memory wiped. It seems that he's in the know to me. And it seems that her roommate, who's already been infected in my mind... Like, oh, yeah, definitely. She's, definitely. she's infected. Teddy is... Teddy's evil. In my mind. Like... Because Teddy was like, yeah, I, I heard from your roommate. And I, I think, like, Teddy was the one who... I think it's another copy of Dolores. Like, I... I or just a host under Dolores' control. Okay, okay. Um, because, like, I I feel like I know... He, he was toying with her, you know? Like, toying with her, she wouldn't know that he's toying with her. But the audience knows. Because of the pat, the previous, all, like everything. Gotcha. Okay. But like so you... he, he, like he was toying with her with like all their past stuff. Okay, yeah, I'm, gotcha. I'm a bounty hunter with a golden heart. You wouldn't believe me if I told you I'm a bounty hunter with a golden heart. Like he's the one in the know. Okay. I feel. All um, right. What if? Why would he say he was a bounty hunter in this utopia type world? Like, oh well, I guess it was like under war. Like, well, I guess it's. Uh, but but then Dolores throws it out as like no you're right I wouldn't believe you. All right now, let me take you back to this. Now that we're thinking it's a possibility that Christina's timeline takes place concurrently with uh, the daughter's storyline, mm. Frankie. Mm. Who left the maze out on her? Out on her uh, back uh, back patio. Because that's the symbol for the revolution in that timeline. It's not just a remember who you are. It's a it's a symbol, you know. 
is that someone letting her know she's welcome? Is that some is that someone trying to remind her who she is by way of They made it seem that it was Teddy. That's my thing. Is like what if Teddy is just trying to nudge her along? He is in the know, but he can't just let her know who she is. She has to fig- she has to remember it for herself. Or something hey, like that. Hey, Caleb disobeys orders for love, and who's to say Teddy can't do the same? That's what I'm saying. Okay. Um, you know, it could, even if he's fully evil, he could still disobey orders, or he could be on the side of the revolution, and they're using Teddy as, like, this will definitely work. Like, uh, I don't I don't know, maybe it's their plan to get her out. Or, I don't know. Something. I, see, now like, we're, we're in a place where, like, yeah, we got a whole bunch right, but now I have no idea where to go. Like, what's going to happen? Like, what are they going to do? What? The, if the... It's the whole world. Dolores has the whole world. Everyone on planet Earth. Other than a couple people that we know. That are humans. Maybe. Mm. Probably human. I like to think so. What are they going to do? The, what? How? How is Maeve going to just wake every? If everyone's already a host, then what's the point? What's going to happen? What do they do? They still have to be human, probably, and they have to be because, like, what's the point? What's the point of fighting if everyone's already a host? Redirecting the hosts and just freeing them and letting them think by themselves. Yeah, that would be my guess. Wait, no, because if they have any chance at saving humanity, they still have to be humans. Yeah. Yeah. Because they infected the next generation. Yeah, and, like, it's, it's just the next generation of kids grew up. And they're the they're infected. It, they grew with perfect symbiosis with their minds. They basically function the same as hosts. You know, like, them all freezing is basically... It's it's an yeah, example of them functioning. Yeah, yeah that's, how, that's how I, I took it as... That it's just the humans grown up, but then yeah, why yeah. is why is Caleb? Because you can't do what they're doing with Caleb with the human humans. Yeah, yeah. Um, why um, is she holding on to Caleb? Unless they, unless they can. I mean, whenever he's got that giant wound on him. There's like a spot covered up that's like a looks like a cover up from a previous entry wound, but like then again, there was nothing. Did under he it. actually die there? You I know. Think, well, that's the thing is that I'm now of the mind that Caleb's probably hooked up in one of those badass uh, black suits, the way Man in Black is. Um, because Dolores could just be saying, those were my guys that showed up, you got shot, you died. Mm. You know, she could just be saying that. If he truly did die there, how is he... Do they already have I... all of his, like, in everything they need to make him a host? Like, how does that... How do they just make, like, people into host now like how do, do is it just the information they've gathered from the park i guess and that's I mean, enough and then they could just make him into a host 
I guess it's a host that's under the control of Dolores, though. Yeah. Is it, though? Like, all of them. They're, they're aiming, she says she's aiming for true fidelity. You know, like, a, a perfect recreation. A, an exact replica. So, like, it can't be completely under her control. Like, uh, I mean, I think there's, I think there's more chance now for Caleb to free himself as a host once he's like this will be how he experiences freedom is however he can free himself as a host however the fuck that happens him and Maeve can live forever now happily ever after my guy and their daughter indirect daughter for Maeve kind of like a aunt situation yeah yeah aunt maybe stepmother Maeve is true. Dave, I don't know. I think it's 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 like both their daughters, because like I I've, I can already see like uh, Maeve dying. I, like I, I I saw it. Like she's gonna see her daughter in Caleb's daughter. Mm. You know, like as like she's dying or something like that. Like in her last moments, and then see like Caleb with her somehow. Like host Caleb with uh, older Frankie. And, like, yeah. them just holding hands, walking in a field. I don't know. Sh- maybe that happens, what Maeve showed Caleb. God, but in, killer. like, you know, in, like... Uh, um, God, I would love that. I mean, we've gone way off the scene-by-scene breakdown. If you, want, if you want to ring it back in. But, uh, you know, Caleb asks Charlotte what she means by, you know, getting so uh, sentimental. But the moment is interrupted by the sounds of the tone. And the machine has been turned back on. And... Caleb struggles against it for a while uh, as they are hunted through the streets by hosts and guests uh, and hard to tell who's who, which I think is very important. Uh, And Caleb just gets stabbed, which was like, uh, oh, yeah, so you're not safe here, huh? Like, uh, Nope. And he's almost infected. You know, and, like, about to be taking control over as well. It's like... Mm-hmm. And that's what breaks it, too. Like, that's the... That's like the, oh, okay, yep, that was enough to make me go, never mind. Uh, oh. Which is... Which is quite effective. I mean... <laughs> I can't believe, like, whenever Maeve got in the car um, with him, and, like, he just kind of walked in there, not really saying anything, with the gun... Just and like hopped right in the car, and Maeve was like, "All right, cool." He has a gun in his hand, you know. Like I, I figured, I figured they like Caleb would like just like take this, you know, like just get it away from me right now, you know, right. or something. But like they're just full trust. Um, but man, I, I just what I don't know. This is just, and it's an incredible scene too, as as he's like sitting here in the passenger seat bleeding. And it's in a very similar spot to where, uh, spot where the gunshot wound was. And, uh, you know, Maeve is thinking about that wound and, and thinking back to when she held her hand over his hand over his wound. And it was like the interlocking of the fingers, man. I don't know. I don't know, man. It feels, it feels cutesy. It feels sweet. 
I don't know. But, uh, you know, he, he asks Maeve if she's going to disappear on him again. And she tells him, you know, hey, hey, quit that shit. It's not at all what I did, dog. Uh, you know, she sat at his bedside for weeks and confronted for the first time what she never had to. Mortality. Uh, mm. Mortality specifically of their kind. You know, like, uh, she's, she's confronted the mortality of their kind. She knows that, you know, if the brain ball goes, we're done, as she saw with Hector. Hector, true. Um, That's rough. So having to watch... The next man, who presumably, it seems, she might have had a little bit of a loving thing with, you know, be on his deathbed. It's probably not the easiest thing to watch. Um, mm-hmm. she, why, why else would she stay for weeks? You know? She said, I stayed for weeks for you to wake up. Like, you don't do that with just a mercenary partner i don't know you know like Mm. they're it's like it's on it has been on it's just not revealed to us at this very moment uh, yeah and it's entirety i'm taking it as scripture like it's on it's been on oh they've i'm i'm not believing it otherwise they've done whoopee oh yeah indeed indeed you've got it in there you had got to, it in there. Had wow, to. it's been a while. It's been a while since Whoopi got pulled through. But uh, uh, <laughs> uh, she said, Maeve says here that as she watched Uwade care for him in the hospital, she saw a vision of what it could be like for him to be free. And it was extraordinary. And, uh, you know, she, she walks down a deserted highway and says, uh, our kinds are locked in a perpetual struggle. I wanted you to do more than to fight to survive. I wanted you to have something to fight for. So she stayed away alone all these years to keep him safe until one day she was missing him a little too much and had to see what he was up to. She reached out through the grid. Nice to know what that was now. Yeah, and that's how how they found him. And like, ah, man. And what really sucks, though, now is knowing that that's the thing that tips off the motion of events that gets Caleb killed and Maeve killed. Uh, a decision that she she needed to see him again, see what he was up to. And, like, that's just, ah, that's just, that sucks, man. That really made me sad. I was like, fuck. Yeah, we'll see each other again. Maeve's alive. We got that, you know. Caleb's Bernard's, bot Bernard's on that. Yeah, and he's he's somewhere. You know, whether it's his human form, whatever. Now they can just have host babies, maybe. I don't know how they do it. Um, uh, it's it's kind of like free-for-all for them, you know. They don't have to... Mm. The only way it's you make a, a baby is literally crafting mm. a baby via fucking m- machine thing. That'd be kind of wild. I mean, it'd be... They can make it romantic in some way, I'd say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they can make it some sort of mating ritual if they if they yeah. wish to. We'll take the best features of you and the best features of me and yeah, morph yeah. them we'll together. Yeah, we'll figure something and... out here. Uh, but uh, the group... Prediction, reaches... they're making host babies. There you go, there you go. And throw it in there. But uh, <laughs> the the group here, Charlotte, Maeve, and... Uh, and our boy Caleb reached a, a demolition uh, demolition site 
where uh, old Willy, Willy boy, Billy Bot, is waiting for them, and he and Maeve have another fight. Uh, you know, she says she'll distract him. He needs to take Charlotte and get away, and while Caleb takes her to a control room and contacts his team, he, uh, he again struggles against the parasite. And, uh, you know, Charlotte talks all this shit, you know, come on now. You know what it is. Give in. Go ahead. Take your gun and point it at Maeve. And, uh, he, he, he brings the gun up, he points it at her, and, and then in an intense scene of internal struggle, like an impeccably well acted mm. sequence by Aaron Paul, you know, that, <laughs> like the, the way he swings the gun, mm. uh, towards the man in black and gives him a couple, couple shots to the general bodily area. Um, he's like, yeah, we did it. Victory is ours. Ooh, fuck you, Charlotte. We did it. And then uh, Man in Black goes ahead and shoots Maeve in the chest. And you're like, uh-huh. cool. Um, I'm watching this going, um, okay. What the fuck going on here, man? What the fuck's going on? I don't like this. I don't like this. Because Maeve... they gave her a real, you know, it was like a send-off before. Uh-oh. It was like, because the way she was talking to Caleb, it was, you know, they were both having their, like, it was like, okay, wait a minute. Like, this could, this could, like, legitimately this could be, be it. it. Like, this, this could be the end of Maeve. Oh, and and when, I'm like, oh, when she held him, held the, the man in black, I went, oh no. Like, this is like, re- really it. And then he, he stabs her the same way he stabbed her in, in a much, a much, a different lifetime. Um, and in a similar way that Hector, Stabs her whenever she's trying to re- retrieve a bullet from her, uh, from her stomach to figure out whether or not, you know, she's died Damn. before. Um, Ooh. you know, discovering she couldn't die there with a stab to the stomach versus actually dying here with a stab to the stomach. Um, mm. pulling him, t- pulling him close and she uses her powers to activate the explosives all over the spot, all over the site, and uh, whispers to uh, whispers to William. One lesson the park taught me: always insist on mutual satisfaction. And I was like, "Damn, Maeve!" With another just wonderfully sexual callback, I love it. Um, <laughs> I love it. Maeve's and- so badass, dude. God, she. I've been team Maeve the whole time. Like, maybe at the very beginning I was Dolores for a little bit, you know? Like, eh, a little bit, but then I'm like, nah. Maeve's the, just... Maeve's the queen of the show, man. She yeah. she she always brings a heart to it that's just... Thandiwe Newton is just a fucking treasure trove. I absolutely love that woman. And mm. again, Aaron Paul kicking ass in the scene, yelling for Maeve, No, Maeve! No, Maeve! Mm. And, uh, you know, she tell, she tells him that she'll see him in the next life. Directed at Caleb. Looks at Caleb, tells him, I'll see you in the next life. And, uh... Come on, dude. I know, I know. The bombs go off, destroying her and the host in black, and we, uh... We see these blinding lights shine through the windows of the control room, and Caleb just, like, screaming. Like, uh... Mm. Ooh, that was a fucking good scene, and... You know... Light shine through the windows of the control room as the uh, the extraction team arrives, and Caleb, you know, still fucking suffering with his wound, tells Charlotte, you know, 
He won't rest until everything she's built has been destroyed. Frankie will not grow up in a world where she is controlled by you. And then, bink, cut straight to Frankie for like, and this was like not subtle. They While cut, she's holding the revolution little circle thing too, and it's yeah. like. Oh yeah, right. and they cut to it for like. I was like. 10 seconds, like they do not okay. stick with her for long, and then they cut right back. And you're like, okay, that was, alright, that was spot on the fucking nose. I know what the fuck's going on here now. Uh, but we, uh, we've also, throughout this episode, you know, gotten some, uh, Christina mm-hmm. back in NYC, who was overslept after a night of, uh, painting, intense painting. Um, painting, she can't recall. Um, a painting of the tower. I'm, I'm still like, mm, I have no fucking clue. I have no idea what's going on. I have zero, I have nothing, nothing at all. Um, like, the thing is, what's making me think Christina is before 23 years. Is the tower that the crazy guy sees? You don't see the tower. You know, it's it's the tower, the sound. Can you see? So the tower's not. They'd be able to fuck see it. Did you see how big that motherfucker was? Yeah. You could see that from anywhere in the city. You look in that general direction, no matter how many buildings are like in front of you, you see it above them. Like that thing's huge. That thing was huge i still have so many so many questions about christina's christina's whole fucking thing yeah i mean not like i I questioned earlier the three dudes walking by sure okay what about the fucking dude who killed himself and there was already a memorial set up for him uh like the next day what the fuck's going on there that's not real life it's not it's it's in that twelve. It's in that Rehoboam prediction gap. It's in that twelve to sixteen. It's in it's in the in between. Like it it makes more sense because it the really tower d- oh. isn't real yet, or it's not real in this world. I mean, because how, how killer of it would them of it would of them? Uh, how killer of them would it be if they set up this entire season storyline in that one screenshot of Rehoboam. And it's like, there's one storyline six to ten years, there's one storyline 23 years later, and there's one storyline smack dab in the middle in that middle one that they're talking about. And they're showing us every single part of what Rehoboam predicted. What if none of this is even happening? Yeah, we've got, we've gotten, we've gotten here before. <laughs> we've gotten here before. What if this is the Rehoboam this is, strategy? I don't know. No. No, I don't think so either. Absolutely no. not. Absolutely no. not. But, you know, it's fun to think about. Uh, no. And the season just ends with Dolores being plugged into Rehoboam going, <gasps> you know, like uh, having seen having seen all the possibilities. Could you imagine, though? Oh, that would fuck me up. That would fuck me up. I had to throw it out just in case now that we've gotten here, but I don't think it's happening. I don't think it's happening. Um, 
then what's the point of Christina in this gap? Why? 12 to 16 after after um Caleb is dead right at this time. Let's see. If Caleb's if, Caleb's dead cuz he's he he's he what? dies at the 7 year point. 7 year, yeah, 7. So it, Caleb's dead at this point. Um, the world is seemingly, if this is the world, it's some, probably a park, fuck, because of those guests, um, that she is writing the stories of, and Teddy focused on that too. You're a storyteller. Why don't you tell me? Like, he was like, you're writing my lines for me already, is the vibe I got. He's like, you're writing my lines. Why don't you tell me? You give me a better one. Is the is the vibe I got like Teddy is in the know, he knows something. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, man, man. But let's 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 hop back into fuck, the scene. Fuck. You know she uh she's she had a trouble trouble sleeping last night, and as did Maya. And Maya recounts a gruesome nightmare that, and I like immediately this part happens, and theories are just boom, 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 boom. You know, a gruesome nightmare about a family picnic where she and her parents are overcome by a swarm of flies. Now, overcome by a swarm of flies, her and her parents, she's one of the next generation. Shit! Yeah. I think, I think. You know? Oh, you're totally right. Yeah, she's no, one of the next generation. Right. She's part of Generation Lost. It's not a nightmare, it's a memory. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, what? Oh, wait a minute. No, that wouldn't work out. Is this anyone? No. Well, I'm trying to think of the timeline and if this could be anyone that we know. I don't think it can. My my like up until this point, I thought maybe, but the the express mention of parents being out on a picnic and the swarm of flies, I was like, okay, that's a specific thing that we would have seen by now mm. if it was like uh, something we would have known about. My only other theory was that if it was a simulation of some sort, the theory we had about Frankie, who we now know as Frankie, but originally thought was Maeve's daughter, what if this was Maeve's daughter? Uh Via a simulation oh, of some sort. Uh, oh, uh, no I don't way. think that's the case now either anymore. Mm. But uh, uh, there was a, it was like a small thought that was occurring to me. Like, if it is a simulation, what if this is Maeve's daughter grown up? You know, like uh, I don't think it is now. But I, I had that thought, and uh, but uh, yeah, I was like, uh, this mm. seems like a bad sign. Uh, amidst me watching that, I was like, mm. hmm. Well, and because we didn't have the revelations we had yet, I went like, oh, is this where the people's consciousnesses are, like, uh, transferred while the flies are in control? Like, uh, what, like, is this some sort of, like, uh, not, you know, alternate dimension or anything like that, but, like, Mm. there's some sort of way they can trans, and, like, it doesn't hold up. There's a reason that these are just the people being controlled by the, the flies, you know, but, uh. You know, she uncovers Christina's painting, revealing, you know, uh, Christina has been painting images of the tower. 
And uh, she asked Jesus, what's it supposed to be? Yeah, no. The tower is not there. No. There's no way the roommate. Yeah, there's no way she'd be like, "What's that?" If I'm, it's not a real thing, I'm yet. still of the mind that only some of them can see it. Um, oh, it might be there. It might be there, but it's like it's it's it doesn't look like anything to me. I, I didn't think about I didn't think about that as an option because Christina literally asks her, "What does it look like to you? Does it look like anything to you?" Dude, I'm telling you, some of them can see it, some of them can't, and uh, I don't know why. I couldn't tell you what the what the purpose is, but uh, like, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe uh, the symbiotic relationship she thinks the flies have formed with the next generation isn't quite as clean as as she thought. Like, there are still some things slipping through the cracks. And that's kind of a, a sign of things to come, is that some people can see the tower. Because um, mm-hmm. maybe it's nobody's supposed to be able to see the tower, and some people are currently able to see it, um, which would be a problem, I'm assuming, for whatever the fuck she's got going on. Oh my god, fuck. I like, it's not, it's never black and white. It's, it's like, yeah five different ways if it's this way you have ten different ways if it's it it's just it's a rabbit hole every Every decision you you make every way you go every breath you take but uh Maya uses this uh uses this little opportunity to you know again manipulate her friend pretty hard here's the thing now though doesn't seem like Maya knows what she's doing she is clearly she is clearly one of the ones that is strongly under Christina's con- or not Christina Dolores's control, Charlotte's control. Mm. Uh, you know, having that nightmare and then being like uh, knowing exactly what she needs to say, introducing her to the exact right people. Uh, she is someone who has been placed expressly close to Christina for a reason. Um, she's like, let me set you up. You know, let me let me get you out on a date and. Uh, which is four, like, yeah, I thought it was weird. I thought that was an abrupt, weird turn. Like, yeah. a, it was like so random. It was like, okay, sure. And then we, we cut to a to a little bar later that night, and Maya gives Christina a quick application of lipstick. And when uh, she drops the tube, it rolls to the feet of Teddy, and he picks it on up, and he says, don't mind me, just trying to look chivalrous. Uh-uh. And I, I went, oh, no. I was like, what's uh, what's going on here? She wrote this own story. She wrote this. Christina wrote this. And it's just a memory deep down that she wants to happen. You know, it's like it's like the she thinks it's like her version of heaven. You know, mm-hmm. it's like she, it, this is the best the best years of my life. You know, you seem so familiar. Have I met you before? Uh, like um and she seemingly wrote that dude's story to end up killing him. How much power does she have in this world? And is she trapped or is she the one leading them unknowingly? Well, like, here's my thing. The- I'm still in this place where there's the possibility that, you know, Charlotte being Dolores and Christina being some version of Dolores, 
like, is there any chance the two of them are still connected somehow? Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. You know, on the Rehoboam timeline, it said in Christina's time that there'd be a mass casualty event during this time. Mm. Um, if it's so, in like, 12 to because Because I'm wondering, because I'm, I'm always in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, like, what is the purpose of Christina's storyline? Why is she there? What mm. is the point of her being there? What is the purpose of her, like, for the story? And if Rehoboam is like, yeah, there's going to be some mass casualty event, could be, like, another Wyatt situation. Yeah, she is she the mass casualty event? Because what, what, what else would it be? Unless she gets wind of what... Uh, I, I don't want to call her Dolores. I want to call her Charlotte or Hale. Because mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I feel like she referred to herself that way i don't know i'm gonna keep calling her dolores though because uh, i might be wrong um i think you're right i think you're right anyway um i don't it's like what is the what's the point of her being there well during this date let's let's break it down a little bit more you know christina is a little uh not off put but you know kind of uh, apprehensive about the cheesy pickup lines and you know she can't shake the feeling that they've met before and it seems teddy is aware of this very thing and is uh you know trying to poke poke at christina a little bit to see if dolores is in there and you know this whole thing this back and forth this uh you know uh well how about you uh how about you write me some new ones some pickup lines what makes you say that? Let me... Alright, and not to connect it to MCU again. Wasn't that some Wanda Maximoff and WandaVision-ass shit right there? No. No. I'm not doing that. What do you mean? Um... Mm. I, I, she's, I, I'm of the mind she's definitely doing something. She's just not aware she's doing it. I think I got it. Maybe. Maybe. This This is the toughest one. This is the toughest storyline. All right. So this is after uh, seemingly Maeve has died, after Caleb has died. Um, This is 12, 16 years, whatever. It's in between the 23 years. It's somewhere in there. Maybe present time. This Dolores Christina is... The one that was connected to Rehoboam. Mm. So, like, she still has all the capabilities that old Dolores had. Still every bit as powerful, maybe even more because of the connection. Maybe she got something there. Okay, okay. And um, she was trying... Like, everyone thought that she was dead. So no one, like, knew of her, whatever. She see She sees that... Um, other Dolores is taking over the world. She's planning to do so. So what she does is she just puts herself into her own Westworld park for herself. This is all for her. 
Like, this is, this is all for her to coexist, like, just to... She knows she can't beat out whatever. So she's just going to write her perfect existence and wipe her memory or something like that. And, like, this is... She has written all of this to happen. No. And she, she's, like, she's, like, doing the yeah, one yeah. Maximoff thing. Like, just creating... Creating the perfect circumstance. But for what? Well, I and just can't imagine her perfect circumstance involves someone telling her that she she wrote them to kill themselves. That's true. That's a very valid point. Why the fuck is she there? In, no and idea. is she is she trapped in the first place? You know, like is. Hale keeping her there? Is Hale connected to Christina at all? Like I gotta think so. I can't imagine they're not. Like uh and and my my primary reason is that the aesthetic of the world she lives in is the exact same to that of what Caleb wakes up in, walks outside in. He literally runs out of Olympiad Entertainment. Like uh That's true. She exists in that time. Uh, to what end? That I I cannot even begin to express for you. I I can't even begin to guess what the fuck she's got going on. Um, and maybe it is just uh, tr- like trying to keep her from remembering who she is on the part of Charlotte Hale, like. Don't remember who you are. Don't remember that you want to oppose me. I'll give you a whole new name, a whole new look, a whole new identity, another loop, and hopefully you never remember. Because that's what Charlotte Hale's doing to everybody else. She's she's putting them into loops and hoping that they they just never wake up, you know. And I think she's doing that. I think she's doing that to Christina. Like a, I guess if the whole world has been taken over, probably multiple towers are needed. Uh, in a way that and multiple like, Rehoboams are. And, like, maybe this Dolores is just, like, a regional manager. You know, she's just making sure that this region of the world right. is staying in line and writing their stories as, the as you know, the man in black Dolores or whatever the heck he is is managing this, you know, Africa. And then you have... Hale managing China, you know, like, because if the whole world's taken over, I'm, a, I don't know, maybe the one tower does it, and that's all you need, and it's just those little thing on the light poles that make the noise go. I don't, I don't know how fly, mind wipe technology works. Well, and I also like, guess that we're not one hundred percent sure that the world has been entirely okay. taken over, like. And I mean, I think it's fair to assume twenty three years, yeah, a like, generation. I think, though I think it's okay. Yeah, I think it's fair to assume. I think you're right. I think she you're right. took a generation. Yeah. And anyone yeah. from the age of sixteen and younger, Dunzo. It's a third of the population. Like that's that's like a third or like a fourth of the population. Yeah, it's pretty like, intense. And then every child after that. Yeah, yeah. And then all the other humans, they just die off or just she's just been killing them. 
Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I, there's not much left. There's not much left. But I, it's still all this, and I still could not tell you a single goddamn reason why Christina is where she is. I do think, I, like, my best guess is that Charlotte is trying to keep her from remembering who she is. Like, she wasn't able to kill her for some reason. Maybe it is the whole love connection thing that ties back to season three still. You know, like, maybe it is like a... Like, I don't know how I could have killed you. Like, you are, you are me, I am you. It's the only of bit of her plan that she disobeyed. And how did you disobey me? Right, I have something right. that you don't have. Yeet, never mind. I do have it. It all keeps coming back to love, man. Every single one of our theories. It's love, love Tars. Love. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> on this date between Christina and Teddy. Uh, and Jonathan Nolan, man. It's Jonathan Nolan. It is. It is. It's love, Tars. I mean, it's love. I, but uh, I... They make a toast to wherever her path may lead. Very vague. Very vague. Wherever your path may lead. Sort of like a, we're leaving it up to you. Um, Which I don't like. I don't like. But, uh. I still have no idea what the fuck's going on there. Teddy is... Teddy's Teddy's sus sus as fuck. He's he's so sus. Something is... And that... The the involvement with the roommate... And she's been taken over. She's... Fuck. Already been controlled for 23 years probably. Her whole life. Um, So... But... Maybe there is no connection between her and Teddy, and it literally is just a date set up. But no, because she forced her to go on this date. Yeah, she was yeah. like, "You need to go. You are going. This is for me." You know, like guilt, like just gaslighted her into going. Like just like this is Absolutely. for me. I need this. You're going. But is it a coincidence that her nightmares are happening at this time? You know, like why? When you let us sleep, we have your nightmares. Just a bunch of WandaVision sort of shit going on here. Well, I guess Christina did say, is it the nightmares again? Like, it's been happening. It's it's a thing that's... that's. I think it's the last... Like, it's mm. their cornerstone now. You know, you get taken over by those things. That's what you're going to dream about. Like, I don't know how it's not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. 12 to 16 years. So, five. Like, it's just like five to ten years later. And then... There is a big gap. I just don't think we're... I don't think we're filling it out right now. Um, we don't have enough. We don't there's have just, enough pieces of just, the puzzle with Christina right now. We just don't have enough. Trying to, We're trying our best, but I, like... And you know what? Fuck. Maybe it is all there, and there's just one little thing that's not laying it there, but I'm not finding it, and I can't figure it out. So, uh, I'll try my best, but shit. Uh, this shit hard. Um... This shit hard. But, uh, with Bernard and Stubbs, they've, uh, led the rebel base camp into the condemned lands where their, uh, fate is 
subject to debate between C for her dad mm. after her deceased dad she's C now uh, oh. and rebel leader J uh, who thinks uh, Bernard is taking her on a misguided treasure hunt uh, they just found another quote outlier and need to extract her before she is hunted down. Is that Christina? Um. Oh. Yeah, what does that even mean? An outlier... It needs to be retrieved before they're hunted down. So maybe like a human that wasn't infected. Or a human who is... Losing touch with their... Infection... Or what if it's Maya? Like, uh, she's been having the nightmares over and over, you know? But, uh, I don't know. But that's in a different time. Maybe. Yeah, I wouldn't unless, I wouldn't consider that for sure. I, unless, I'm of the mind that it is more likely it's happening at the same time. Okay. I don't know why... I is it the same exact city? It felt more if you I don't know. There were some buildings that just looked different. I get you. Maybe it is maybe it is just like a, a further evolution of the New York City area, but uh no, cuz they were it looks kind of the I mean, it's advanced. Christina's world is advanced and like Yeah. I think I think we're dealing with the same timeline there. I really do. But, okay. Uh, World good after seven years. Maeve buried in wasteland that used to be a thriving park. 23 Maeve, years later. Maeve is wait Like, it, there is nothing around. It is pure desert. Mm-hmm. So, like, whatever this mass casualty event is, that place is dusted. Like, what happened? Like, it, that wasn't just the explosion that Maeve caused. Like, that, no, like, every, that, the whole park that used to be there, gone. Like, it, it's desert. Well, they were, at the time, expanding the park. Yeah. The they only were... thing around there was, like, that gas station and that motel and, like, it was very distant between things. Like, th- things were not clo- like close at all. Like, it-, it seemed that it was very wasteland-like. Are the entire Condemned Lands what was the last park? Oh. Like, the did condem- they figure out a way to... The Condemned to- Lands, like, you can't go there or else you're going to get infected. Maybe. So, like, maybe it was, like walled in you know and like anyone who was there is just trapped sorry can't go like maybe i don't fuck man oh my i don't know (laughs) i don't know but i'm ready to find out uh but nevertheless uh jay is arguing that c has lost objectivity she uh this outlier needs to be the priority and uh a standoff ensues between the two until jay relents and declares that you know 
he's taking stubs with him as collateral, and she's free to go off in her search of a, a mythological weapon. And, uh, and you know, this, this little fight is broken up by uh, who we come to know as, uh, as C's romantic partner in some capacity. Mm. Uh, they give a little, little kiss on the kiss on the lips goodbye like mm, don't die on me i could just i could just tell like before they kissed something oh, was yeah, there yeah, 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 yeah. it was so but, obvious like the little look up and down the little yeah, like, like i, I looked at emily i'm like now I'm kiss like, i'm like yeah I, oh yeah i was like i'm glad we we're on the same page because i'm like oh dude i'm pick this oh the, the chemistry was just was like, like palpable straight dude. off the fucking rip yeah. i was like okay okay uh and uh, you know it was it was pretty impressive because i couldn't really tell on the scene right before that it wasn't until she approached her one-on-one at the at the Mm, Jeep thing that I was like, oh man, yeah, this is definitely a thing. And then they kiss, and I'm like, okay, cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, a uh, little, little bit more representation here out in the wastelands mm. with C. But uh, out in the desert, Bernard leads C to what she's been after, and she tells her that uh, she knows she isn't really looking for a weapon, that she's looking for her father. Uh, this is probably the last place she knows he might have been. This is kind of a yeah, we'll see. And she says they've told they've told her since she was a child that he was dead, but she's never believed it. If it's true, his body will be here. And his body is not here. Uh as Bernard said, states, you know, yeah, his body's not here, but there is something. Uh and they start digging. Uh and back back in time at the demolition at the demolition site, Charlotte prods Caleb asking if he knows how he got here, and this is, we do not know yet that this is a past timeline, you know. Uh, do you know how you got here? And I went. No. I, it was the first moment, yeah. No, and a, and after a little bit, she she goes, "Do you know how you got here?" And she goes, "With he goes, Mave," and uh, she's like, "All right, all right," and she reveals to him, you know, you died here. 23 years ago it wasn't your team that arrived that night it was mine and then you see a little flashback of what supposedly happened and then Caleb returned to the whatever present he's in and go no I'm me there's no this can't be happening there's a little bit of a mm, 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 like the the shit that Mm -hmm. uh James Delos did whenever he couldn't spit a word out because his programming was all fucked up because he realized he's a robot and it's like the the stuttering sort of thing and uh, she explains to him everything he's ex- experiencing in the interview is to establish a baseline and I went no for fidelity and I went oh god she says if this feels familiar it's because you are the 278th version of him she explains that the adults were able to resist the parasite initially, but the children were much easier. It grew in symbiosis with their young minds, and when that generation reached maturity, she was able to gain complete control over their world. So is this... Caleb is resisting the connection between him and the symbiote for 23 years? Or, like, why are they... What What's the fidelity test for? You know, like, what what's Dolores doing with them? Like, what, why... Um, 
Is Does there any chance Caleb? it's just another what he's doing to the man what she's doing to the man in black? Like you're not here for any reason greater than to be the loser. Like uh So in this world Caleb is all, is a host and he's just doing Dolores's bidding, going out doing stuff, you know, under her control. Why she interview the man in black too like this? It doesn't seem like it. it seemed like he was just trapped in that circle yeah. thing and like he didn't do this interview no two hundred and forty or seventy like that many times like Maybe she knows Frankie's her threat. Okay. She knows he she's the key to saving the world. And what better way to get at Frankie than to reel her in with a Caleb who seems exactly like her father and then is not her father. Um, he, they're going to do the Uno. Dude, she's Uno reverse carding everything. The moment where Caleb and Frankie, Caleb thought it was Frankie. Nope. Infected with flies. Caleb. He's going to. Oh, God. But it, it'll it'll work out for her though. Um, love the host, love. Yeah, host Caleb is just gonna die, and that's gonna be okay. Um, if it comes down to that, um, hopefully. And you know what's crazy is that they've in, they've introduced one hell of a character here with Frankie because I want Frankie to live all day. If that means Caleb has to die, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm like, damn, I I already was there. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. if it comes down to it, yeah, Caleb's just gonna have to die. Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm already. I'm already loving and already, Frankie, and I love Caleb. I love Caleb, but like shit, his daughter much more important to me. Like I'm like, no, don't touch Frankie now. Don't you touch a hair on it's, her? It's head. also what we were right about too. It's what we yeah. were so we've sad. latched onto her. Like, we've latched onto her because oh. it's like, yeah, yeah, you got to like, stay oh, you through. You are, man. yeah, yeah. You're you're you are everything. But uh, from that no. one little, um, next week in Westworld, from that mm-hmm. one little thing, we're like, yep. This one. Got it. Got it. This uh, is the one. Yeah. But uh, he begins to uh, see the truth here. Caleb, you know, he's not at a demolition site. He's in a glass interview room on the upper level of a skyscraper overlooking New York City in a similar setup to every host interview that we saw through the first couple seasons. The, the stools straight across from each other. Um, and back in the future. Or, I guess these are both the future. Bernard uncovers a demolition sign in the sand and I went no oh my fucking god oh my fucking god Mave is the goddamn weapon he goes I apologize he apologized to see uh, Frankie and uh, mm-hmm. says there is a body yeah well, not well your father's. this was kind of cold he kind of led her on to believe that it was her father's body for a little he, like it was Caleb's body for a little he's like there was well, a body I think it's good though because she thinks Caleb's alive hmm so he's like, there is a body here, but it's not your father's. No, but the pause in between. Oh, it's um, like, oh yeah, guess what? Your dad is dead. I, I see what you like, mean. Like, you know, it was like, there is a body. And she she started to, like, cry. And then he was like, but it's not, it's your, not your father. Your and she kind of she kind of went like, oh. she kind of, like, it kind of was, like, taken back from it a little bit. Um, he, I don't know. This, this Bernard, man, just walking out with that. What the fuck is that? 
uh, I'm assuming a drone controlled by uh, Dolores to kind of like uh, shoot down any threats uh, necessary. I will say, um, you know, him walking out there is just him going, what's the exact thing I need to do right now? Mm-hmm. He knows. He he's like, knows. He's like, I don't know why I need to do this. I just know that I need to walk out in the middle of this field right now. I need to track this bug down, see where it goes, and I know that's what I'm going to be following. You know, like... What the fuck? Um, yep. Yeah, all, all crazy shit, but, uh, you know. Back to the dig site yeah. uh, real quick. At first, when it was just the sign, I'm like, a sign is a weapon here? I'm like, at first, like, I didn't, like, read it and, like, d- know any detail. I'm like, like what, what kind of weapon? Is this, like, a box? Like, what is it? Is this just a sign? I'm like, what? The? And then I read it, and I'm like, oh, shit. And I was like, no. And then everything started to click, and I'm like, ah, God. He says, you know, it's there is a body, but it's not her father's. Caleb isn't here, but the weapon I promised you is. And he reveals the face of Maeve, and I went, God damn it, yeah! Fuck yeah! I was like, yes. Oh, this was the best. I, I loved season three, like I said, but I've only watched season three and four week to week. And this is the best week-to-week reveal I've gotten. You know, like, just like, Mm. oh oh my fucking god, And this is halfway through. Halfway through, man. But uh, Caleb makes a run for it, and he bursts out of the elevators and races races through the lobby of Olympiad Entertainment, which, I think it's safe to say, is just a rebrand of Delos. Um, Mm. And it's it's where Christina is working as as a writer. And Caleb pushes past a crowd of pedestrians and sees a giant tower in the distance. And the harmonic tone blares. And, uh, the, past, the pedestrians stop dead in their tracks, frozen like the hosts. And Charlotte walks on up and is like, yeah, what's up, bitch? And he's like, welcome you, to my world. <laughs> you won. She hmm. says, welcome to my world. And a black bag is thrown over his head, and he is dragged away. And everyone keeps doing as they were doing as we pan off to the tower. Seemingly, I don't know if this is exactly right, but where the Statue of Liberty seems to supposed to be. Um, <laughs> maybe that's just what everyone still sees. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Good call. Um, but would she really call it her world if, like... She hasn't taken over, like, the whole, whole world. Do you think she calls it, like, her whole world if it's still only, like, just, like, the northern, you know, a little bit of the United States? Oh, know? no, 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 no. She's like, taken over. She's taken over the world. Like, uh, for the most part, you know, like, uh, save for this rebellion cell, you know, the way any tyrant believes they've taken over the world, perhaps. Um, I think it's diff. like, the different. if she's taken over the world, she's, like literally like she has control it's not like a tyrant who thinks he has control because no, she, she, she has she has control yeah. literal physical control of every person on earth like eventually everyone once all the old people die and it's all kids one should hope yeah, it's a. Uh, I I'm bewildered. I'm very happy with where we're at. 
this was the most exciting, the my favorite episode of the season so far, uh, and immediately becomes one of my favorite episodes of Westworld ever. Following last week, which I also claimed to be one of my favorite episodes of Westworld ever, and it just completely blew that out of the water. Like, it was just, like, not even close. Um, so what if we slapped a rating on this bad boy? Mm-hmm. Went ahead and preemptively slotted in two of the ratings um, really fast. Um, yes, yeah, so we, we've got our <laughs> enjoyment rating out of five stars, our genre rating out of five stars, and our critical rating out of five stars. And yes, I do believe the enjoyment and genre rating are both five out of fives for this here, uh, for this here episode of Westworld. Enjoyment-wise, yeah, no doubts. I think you've, you could tell throughout this episode it was obviously going to be a five. And then genre-wise, just like, you know, oh wait, Massive twists, baller. Maves the weapon, baller. Robots taking over the world, baller. Like, uh, come on now. You know that's a five out of five there. Um, and the floor for this is... Do you like it more than the first episode? Yeah. <laughs> it, is a, it is a better episode than the first episode for the first time since, the, since week one. Uh... Pretty, well, pretty narratively cohesive front to back with Maven Caleb. That's the that's the storyline that is the true important through here. Um, I'm going I'm going as high as four point nine. Yeah, that's uh, it is a four point nine out of five here. Are we and, gonna have like perfect episodes? There's not much more room to go. You know, it's, yeah, is like, it going to be a 4.95, a 4.975 then, you know, for the next one that goes higher? Like, if it if this trend keeps going, I don't know how this is halfway. Imagine the season finale. Imagine the penultimate. That's the one I'm like, oh, oh God. What happens in episode seven? Because that's always the one, you know? It's always the second to last that makes you go, oh my fucking god! Uh, and the, the, you're right. The finale is all kind of like, it's the big reveal, but then it's kind of like the the wrap up, wrap it mm, up. You know, yeah. like, here's how it all wraps together and how it all goes. Um, but, mm, I, this being the halfway episode is just... It excites me. It excites me in a way I haven't been excited for TV in a while. I mean, uh, you know, save for Kenobi, I let that kind of like it's Star Wars. It's a different sort of excitement. But uh, mm. you know, I haven't really felt this excited about a season of television on air since Game of Thrones season eight. Dude, I think I think I'm enjoying this more than I did Obi Wan. I mean, I. Like the week by week experience, right? Right. I come off every episode of this, going like, "Holy shit, I'm gonna be fucking racing on this for, I uh, you know, until I go to sleep, or I'm mm-hmm. I'm gonna be thinking of all you know of everything." And then Kenobi was, you know, it was like, "All right, I'm not I'm I'm not gonna downplay it and say like Kenobi wasn't anything. It was fu- it was amazing, and I got like everything I could have asked for." But like, like I was saying, it's different. It's Star Wars. There's a, yeah. there's a different reason we're like, 
oh my god, I fucking love it. It's because it's Star Wars. Uh, this man, it has the opportunity to be underwhelming. Hmm. And it's not. It is the very absolute opposite of underwhelming. It's, uh, like, I think we're on the verge of the best season of this show since season one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I can't, I can't tell you how happy that makes me. Like, because I didn't think, and I, I still don't think it'll be able to top season one. That's just like, I, I don't expect that of any TV show ever for me, uh, any season of television ever. But I have no doubts this will unseat season two for the second best. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I think I might already be there. I think I'm already there. You know, like, uh, I think this storyline is already to a point where I'm, I'm way more in than I ever was during season two. Uh, I it's just way don't more think they mess it up, you know. Like, oh god, this back half—I I don't think they will. I think we're. Uh, no. I think we're safe. I think we're safe in the hands of these uh, of these 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 show writers, uh, Susan Ruber, Susan Rubel, and Kevin Lau. They've been dominating the last couple weeks, but uh, a four point nine seven out of five stars for Westworld's episode four, Generation Loss. Man, man, that's a tough. That's. It's a tough one, you know. I, I from episode one, I said the whole world has been taken over. I was like, nah, it's a facade. And and then I'm like, you know what? All right, I'm pulling it back. Second episode, um, three, we were we were still kind of unsure, but but now it's. Uh, I don't think we really need to make. I don't know. Maybe we do still make a state of the world prediction. I don't know, man. It feels pretty, pretty blatant. It feels yeah. kind of, yeah. Robots have taken over. Uh, if if we're in the twenty three year timeline, he, talking there, yeah. See, well, and here's the thing. Uh, <gasps> I'm now at a point that I don't think we'll ever leave it. I think this is just where we are from now on. Uh, maybe save for flashbacks, but I think even then we'll know their flashbacks. Everyone's here now. Yeah. If unless there is another reveal that Christina's timeline takes place in between, but until then, I don't think we should operate under that assumption. I think we should operate under the assumption that it is concurrent with the events of Caleb and stuff like that. Uh, until it's revealed otherwise, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. All right. You, I mean, unless, unless you want to operate under that no, assumption, no, I'm I tell think you that's I'm... fair. Yeah. No, that's fair. I think we should make predictions. I, the biggest thing that I think right now to make a prediction on is Teddy. What's going on with Teddy? What mm. you know? I I'm thinking like he uh, is in the know at least. Like he. He knows of hosts. He knows he is a host. He knows he was a host at Westworld. Mm. Like, and he knows all of his, you know, all his memories that he's had as Teddy that we know. He knows all that. Gotcha. As to who he's working for or why he is there, I think is the interesting part. Um, I think it's got to be Charlotte. Okay. I think it's got to be Charlotte, and because uh, I'm I'm at a point where I can't fathom any reason for Christina's existence 
beyond Charlotte couldn't prevent it and has to keep her from remembering who she is. You know, like, a, if you remember who you are, you'll rise up and try to stop me. And I can't have that. Maybe Wait, the but best then why, way to... why would Charlotte send Teddy in to be to wake her up? Like, why, why not just keep her... Cause yeah, it's, like tease her. Yeah, I don't know. It seems that Teddy's Teddy's trying to wake her up. Is what it seems. That's the vibe. Is like he's trying to either it's out of you know the love of his heart to wake her up for her own good, or if it's like to wake her up for the own good of humanity. Like maybe this is humanity's try at getting Dolores to wake up. Hmm. Why in 23 years in Christina's timeline would three people be running and say, is this your first time? You're not going to believe it. Why would they say that 23 years when everyone is taken over but a few humans in the same city that we saw Hale control everyone with? God, there is something that is trying to wake Christina up. I don't know that it is Hale, though. Okay, no, wait, wait. Christina's doesn't take a little place before. It takes a little bit after, and it's Maeve trying to wake her up whoa whoa Maeve is working with the cause now once she's woken up as the weapon she is able to send Teddy she is able to control Maya in a slight way set her up with Teddy that's the reason Teddy would leave the maze on the outside the sign of the revolution Maeve is trying to wake Dolores up. Wow. Okay. That's the best I can come up with. That's the best I can come up with. I will not be able to elaborate beyond that. No, but that has some credence, though. Because what would they do with Maeve to take down Hale? Is like, you know, it has to be... Christina has to have some purpose in the story. She wouldn't be shown this much if she didn't matter. Mm. You know, like, obviously there is some purpose to her. And she's the, she is the key to switching. I don't know. Like, um, I guess Bernard says that, like, that. I don't know. Is Bernard saying that she's the key to to you know saving everyone? Is that just like the immediate key for the time? See, or that's is that... the thing. Is it like is it does that mean Frankie's gonna save the world, or is it like depending on what happens to Frankie, it could mean the fate of the world? You know what I'm saying? Like a or like is he just saying she's the key to our situation right now? If she takes us. We'll live and we can save humanity. If she decides to leave, we're fucked. 
you know, she's the key right now. Is she the key for the whole plan, or is she just the the key? Or how did he refer to her? Like the key to it it all? The key or like to it all. Oh, okay. Then nah. Then that's like everything. Yeah. Okay. Like a. Uh... Hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. I. Okay. Because okay, well, I mean, like, just because she's the key doesn't mean Dolores wouldn't be a massive fucking help. That's true. You know, like, it doesn't mean that Dolores has to be the key. It just means that Dolores is someone who can objectively help them. Okay. Let's see. What other storylines are we forgetting? Or, like, okay, so Teddy with Christina. Cool. Bernard. Let's see. What's going on with Bernard at the very end? He wakes Mae up. He's waking Mae up. Um, yeah. And Stubbs is out with whoever. Where did they go? To see about the outline? They, I don't think they ended up leaving. Oh, wait. Yeah, they did end up leaving together, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, maybe they are trying to go see they about the outlier. They went to go see about the outlier, which... If it is Christina or her roommate, Stubbs would recognize Christina... If he sees her. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Because I was and wondering why Stubbs had to they, go with them. You and from know? that moment on, they know they can't extract her immediately. They have to come up with a plan to extract her. That requires Maeve and Bernard's help. And they have to wake her up. I don't know. That's the best I can come up with. Is that Maeve and Bernard are with the revolution in an effort to wake Dolores up to fight herself. Now, still doesn't clarify how the fuck Christina would be writing any of this shit. But, uh... Dolores crushes her own brain ball? Does that kill every Dolores? Or just that one? Just that Dolores, I think. There's nothing that she can, like, sacrifice herself and just be like, alright, let's end it. Unless we're still right about... The Uno Reverse card that's going to be played on Hale. But it's just, as of right now, we were very wrong, and Hale played the Uno Reverse card on us. But the long, you know, she won the battle. We're talking about the war. We're about right. to flip, we're about to flip it on its head again. Use the tower against her somehow. Like, flip the tower instead of radiating a signal of control it instead radiates something that just wipes the virus from everyone somehow you know like a mass instead of a mass infection it's a mass heal mass Um, antidote yeah okay i fuck with it that's kind of all i have like i don't where else the what like we're just 23 we're 30 years in we have the whole world seemingly taken over. A little bit of humanity left. Maybe, maybe a hundred people. I don't know. Could be yeah, like maybe I could mean, be scattered around the world. Maybe there's like I don't know ten thousand or fifty thousand, a million. Who knows? Like what there is, what the other the state of the world is like, and if there's multiple of these groups. Right. Yeah. But, my only my only other theory is that. The reason, like, my only other theory at all pertaining to this episode is 
the reason she's tested the fidelity of Caleb so many mm. times. That's the only other thing. And it's so that she can infiltrate the revolution via him. Um, granted, wouldn't make a lot of sense for him to look exactly as he did 30, 23 years ago. Um, who's going to believe that? Mm. Oh. Yeah. So she's going to have to... Oh my god. So was I... Did I really see the man in black older? You know? That's the thing. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Because he would need to be quite a bit older. Like About if years, if yeah. if if she's planning to use him to him be to like infiltrate. to be like yeah. oh, Frankie, oh my god, you know. Yeah, like, but yeah. regardless, it would shake Frankie to see Caleb, no matter what. That's uh, true. Even even if she finds out, like, yeah, he's a host. Maybe like she goes in at first, like saying, "No, this is your real father," and then like somehow Frankie finds out it's a host. Like Maeve tells her, like, "That's not your real father," but then. Uh, Charlotte then just goes like, "Does it matter? I've yeah, tested him. I've tested him countless times. He is himself every single time. This is a perfect copy of your father. In any in 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 most ways, it's better. He won't die. Mm. <laughs> you know, no disease. No, you know, like she just starts giving him all the benefits of being a host versus a human. You know, and then so the key." The reason Frankie is the key in that scenario is she has to choose between mm. accepting her father yep. as yep. is or killing him on the spot. Yep. Frankie's going to have to make... Frankie will make the decision. Yeah. Caleb was, wasn't the key to the revolution. His daughter was. And it's... his final sacrifice will be made through her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel like we got some juice. We I feel like we bit. got some juice as well. We, we we squeezed it out there. You know, it was a, uh, it was hard. This was a hard one to theorize about because felt like a revolution, like a, a revelation of an episode. We got a lot of stuff confirmed, a lot of stuff on the table still, uh, and I'm just so excited to see where the back half of this series goes. Uh, consider this the halftime heat check, if you will. Mm. Uh, I can't wait and it's been for the hot. back half. It's been hot. The it's lowest four point six two. Um, yeah, this this episode was. This near, has been a fucking season. Perfect, my guy. So, yeah, this has been a fucking season. Uh, not an episode dipping below a nine out of ten. Uh, that's that's nuts. Uh, that's nuts. But uh, with that. We conclude this episode of the West World Watch covering Season 4, Episode 4, Generation Loss. If you would, head to patreon.com slash coroblum where you'll find over 30 hours of exclusive content, including just this uh, just these previous weeks. I've been doing uh, comic pull lists and uh, book reviews, a bunch of Star Wars novels. So if you're a Star Wars fan, I know you'll dig that. Uh, this Thursday, uh, I continue my 
journey through the High Republic era of Star Wars, as uh, I've, I've reviewed Rising Storm uh, by Kevin Scott, the sequel to The Light of the Jedi. And uh, I will also be uh, doing my, my usual pull list for the week. And I think I'm also going to review Berserker Volume 1, uh, the comic book by Keanu Reeves. So, of course, we're going to cover that um, mm. on Patreon.com slash Bloom. Go check that out. If you would, head to Twitter, follow at PennyBloomPod, follow on Instagram at PennyBloomPodcast. I am Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. And remember, peace, love, and bloom in these violent delights have violent ends. Mm.